Welcome to the Fed Heads, a weekly podcast from Grant Thornton Public Sector. Join the Fed Heads each week as Robert Shea and a celebrity guest host talk about the arcana of government management and the people who are working hard every day to improve it. Hello, welcome to the 199th episode of Fed Heads. I can't believe we've made it this far. Unfortunately, we've lost a co-host. But again, I'm delighted to be joined by the doyen of TBM here at Grant Thornton, Kelly Morrison. I'm glad that I made the cut to make it back. So one of the things that you've been driving throughout your career, including here at Grant Thornton, is IT data transparency. You can unlock a tremendous amount about how to improve IT and IT spending. Indeed. And with us today is the director of IT data transparency, Dan York, who's with GSA, Office of Government-Wide Policy, to talk all about IT data transparency. Welcome, Dan. Thank you. Thank you. Happy to be here. So tell us what the director of IT transparency does. Whatever they tell me. Uh, That's the short answer. (laughs) That's been my motto through my career. Yeah, absolutely. No, we run a number of government-wide programs. Um, The the Modernized Federal IT Dashboard, I'm sure we'll be talking all about that here in a minute. The Folio Federal Shared Service, as well as the government-wide TBM PMO. All of those government-wide initiatives fall under my purview here at OGP. And all relate to data transparency. That's the goal, yeah. Dan, you and I, I don't know if we've ever talked about this, but we go back quite some time. I think we first met when I was at Department of the Interior and you at Mm -hmm. Department of Justice. That's right. And then have been partners in many different capacities over the years. Absolutely. It's so fun to see the work that you and your team are doing. And you mentioned the IT dashboard. And I know that there recently was a launch of a a new upgraded IT dashboard. Tell us and our many listeners about what those advancements are. Can't laugh are. at the listeners. Let's write that down. <laughs> well, I don't know. How, how many hours is this podcast? I, I could probably spend, what, six or seven going through all the updates. Yes, thought, as long as you need. Hours I thought we went over this. I thought we went over this. But we can edit. <laughs> I think we can edit. We can edit down? Okay. But, but go ahead. IT dashboard, good. There you go. That's the headline, right? The snippet at the top. No, no, but honestly, we're, we're really excited about the modernized IT dashboard and our, our partnership with OFCIO to deliver it. Our point, our idea is to deliver a simple, streamless, secure customer service experience that works across the enterprise, the government enterprise at the agency level, the government-wide level, and also for the public, right? If we're not delivering that customer experience and, and delivering these type of transparency initiatives to the public, then we're sort of missing our point. What We do this to build trust with our key stakeholders like Congress and our other oversight partners, as well as to, to show our customers, the public and GAO and others, how they can derive value from, from the data that the government collects. And at the end of the day, is ultimately theirs, right? All of this data is publicly available. We need to make it as, as seamless to inter- interface with as possible. At GSA, we work closely with the Office of Federal CIO, um, who sets the administrative IT strategies. And then we help come behind and, and help technically implement those strategies through IT dashboards and other initiatives. So do you have data on how many people access the dashboard and what use they're making of it? Absolutely. We uh, do the, the DAP, the data, uh, you know, data, DAP stands for DAP. Data analytics platform, DAP. I think. See, and this is why Kelly and I work so well together. I say a thing, she knows what it means. Yeah, so we use DAP to, to track, you know, number of hits and bounce rates and how many people come in and out. Obviously, when we have a big release like this, our, our numbers sort of skyrocket. But we do find that, the, you know, members of congressional committees, staffers, 
the general public, uh, vendors, industry. Uh, I wasn't going to mention any names. I'm smarter than I look. But all all use the federal IT dashboard to further their understanding of the federal IT spend. So tell us a little more about what's been modernized. What looks different, feels different, what is different about this version? Yeah, the, the whole thing. I mean, we, we took the old IT dashboard and we got rid of it. <laughs> we rebuilt it from the ground up. It's actually two applications. There's a back-end application called IT Collect that the public will most likely never see. But it's there as a data collector, data a- aggregator, an API-only application. And then the front-end visualization platform, right? So when you go to itdashboard.gov, that's the, the pretty graphics that come up that you see and able to navigate around. It is pretty. Least, well, I think so. It looks great. But uh, I'm biased, obviously. The, yeah, the new application, you know, we work very closely with our partners at OCIO and other stakeholders, right? So we use the human center design aspects, meeting with folks from GAO, uh, agencies, certain public-private entities, OMB, RMOs, the OMB RMOs, and OMB OCIO and others to really iterate on the design and creation of this thing, making sure we took in the USDS web uh, design standards as well as the 508 compliance, wanting to make sure that it was accessible and transparent to all of our users. That's awesome. You're eating your own dog food there at GSA. We at least like to pretend to, yeah. <laughs> so No, no, but honestly, we, we really did a very, very concerted effort to make sure that if you're going to find any fault, the site is really meant to be a, an omni-channel platform for data collection and data dissemination. So for those who aren't intimately familiar with the dashboard, what kind of data elements can they expect to find when they visit the site? So uh, that's the one thing that hasn't changed yet, right? So the, the IT dashboard was put in place to help OMB meet its uh, certain legal requirements under FATARA and other, other laws to uh, to be good stewards and to manage IT spend and IT policy. So at least at Go Live here, our initial data sets are all those IT budget and IT management data collections that happen through the capital planning, investment control, or uh, IT portfolio management processes. That's sort of like the annual budget process. So a lot of the same data sets that were available on the previous legacy dashboard are now available on the federal IT dashboard. And then moving forward, uh, you may see within GSA's strategic plan is about you know in, ensuring the future federal IT dashboard. Uh, and so we're, our, our very small mention there helps us to continue to grow the data sets uh, that will be available to OMB agencies and the public moving forward. So you can carry that around and say, I am somebody, right? Oh, yes. Well, at least carry it around and say, you see, you have to listen to me. Yeah. You don't need that document to be known <laughs> as, as someone that wants to know you and you're doing incredible things. Thank you for your ongoing leadership. Thank you. I remember your first week at OMB, you and I met for coffee and we developed a, a long-term data strategy. Yep. Right, and you may or may not recall, but the modernizing IT dashboard was on there. So I'm happy uh, to be in the podcast here with you and, and to to show you that at least I've at least fulfilled at least a small part of our long-term plan there. You probably have a lot of lessons to share. I mean, I haven't done a little bit of this myself, implement high-profile government-wide reporting initiatives. Any lessons you would learn? I'm sure this went really smoothly, both the contracting process and the approval process, the data collection process, all that was seamless. But but are there some lessons you learned about how one might go about doing a similar thing in the future? Yeah, you know, it, it really just comes down to, to planning your work and working your plan, right? It's the most the most fundamental project management disciplines and, and, and priorities that they come across are, are all, they all stand true. So, you know, communicating Tell people what you're going to do, tell them how you're going to do it, then do what you say. <laughs> and you'll find you don't run into a whole lot of problems. We've had great partnership with OFCIO. They've been fantastic to work with and, and very active in all those you know human-centered design elements and interviews and, and helping us reach folks who may not be able to reach otherwise. They attend our sprint reviews and sprint planning, right? They're 
very active uh, in a part of the project. And I think that type of support from, from OMB has been really, really helpful in making sure that not only that the dashboard ultimately met their needs, but also that we, we have that sort of top level support in order to get the, the, all the hard work done. Because as easy as it is to say, like, wow, well, new dashboard, there's a, you know, hours and hours and hours and hours of technical development, testing, security, 508 compliance, right? All that work has to happen. Um, and that work isn't, isn't a light lift. But uh, we're super proud of what we've been able to put out there. Robert, those lessons learned, how does that compare to your experience with USA Spending? You know, I think I was a bit of an amateur when I was doing that. We got the bill enacted, and they said, congratulations, we wanted you to kill the bill. Now you've got to go and implement it. I was not a contracting expert or an IT expert, just a policy expert who was told to go and execute something. I had a year to do it and uh, less than a million dollars in the budget. So that's why we partnered with OMB Watch, a not-for-profit that was advocating for more transparency, just to adopt their technology. It was pretty simple, and the data had to be manually uploaded into this interface. And the data was famously incomplete and inaccurate. But it was a good first step. Got to take those first steps. Learned, yeah. learned a lot. You've got to be relentless about uh, overcoming whatever artificial hurdles. There are a lot of people who didn't want this information published, didn't think it was necessary to be published. FPDS, for one, those folks think they've got it figured out and are not as eager to let others leverage that data for other purposes. So those kinds of lessons were important ones to build on that foundation going forward. Any of that resonate with you, Dan? Absolutely. Having uh, strategic partnerships as, as well as good working relationships. I think I have the benefit of, of being pretty darn good at my job as well. You know, your average uh, ITPM needs to be an expert in almost everything, right? From HR to procurement to IT to just being able to, to talk with folks about what, what's really going on. So uh, leveraging those skills and, of course, the fantastic skills of my team, who I can't speak more highly about, to really get the work done is, is phenomenal. The IT dashboard itself does have some integrations with uh, USA Spending. If you're in the investment section there and you're actually looking at an IT investment itself and you go down to the bottom and if that investment has provided a, a contract number, um, you can click on that contract number and it brings you directly to USA Spending, filters by that contract, and the end user can then see all the wonderful things that USA Spending has to say about it. So uh, we rather than, than trying to recreate USA Spending, which IT dashboard never could do, we, uh, we built upon your work to help ensure that the USA spending and the users can get the, the data they're looking for in the endpoint. So what's next? What's next? Whatever they tell me to do. Back to your <laughs> first question. No, we are working with, with OMB and, and GSA to uh, identify additional data sources to bring on to make publicly available. Our, our goal is really just to, to grow this, right, and to have as many, uh, provide as many data sources as we can to the, the public and to agencies and, and continue their ability to to learn and understand how IT dollars are being spent. And what about consolidating dashboards, since there are quite a few? Absolutely in our purview. I know we've talked quite a bit um, with other uh, existing federal dashboards that are out there about uh, if, if they're happy with their service provider and if we could help them uh, get their data out there. The IT dashboard, we, we don't want to be similar with USA spending, right? Like we're never going to be able to, to provide the, the level of detail the USA spending does. We don't need to be one dashboard to rule them all. Certainly not our intent, but our hope is that when it, the public or staffer or the press or yourselves or industry or whoever wants to know more about IT, they can go to the IT dashboard. And if we don't have the data, we can tell them where to go to get it, right? Uh, sort of a one-stop shop. So being able to, to grow those data sets in, in a meaningful way is, is really important to our, our future work. 
Well, thanks for spending time with us, Dan. Congratulations on this accomplishment. We look forward to watching it evolve and be leveraged to improve management of this massive IT spend that we see in the government. Fantastic. Happy to come back anytime. Great job to you and your team. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to The Fed Heads, brought to you by Grant Thornton Public Sector. We'd love to hear from you. Connect with us on Twitter at GT Public Sector to join the conversation. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss out on new episodes.